And that's the part where we want to talk to right now. Yeah. Going through situations, and because that situation probably been there for so long, the woman with the issue of blood, that was 12 years. Yes. And that's why now she's described as the woman with, with the issue of blood. So you could be going through something for so long, and it's the same thing that now you begin to... You, you're convinced that that's you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're convinced that that's your story. Mm-hmm. You're convinced that you're just that type of person. Purposely choose to live a life full of your God-given purpose. Living on full means you accomplish everything God has destined for you to fulfill. Join us as we discuss everything concerning finding, understanding, and walking in your God-given purpose. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Flo, and welcome to the Living Purposefully show. And of course, I'm here with my lovely sister, co-host, Stephanie. Hey, everybody. Hey, y'all. So we're continuing with the series on identity. If you joined us, if you were watching last week, then we got into asking y'all, who do you, who are you? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And so we're going to continue with the topic of identity. And specifically today, we're going to discuss how situations can cause us to become someone that we think we are. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, we're We're not not that person. And I've seen that happen. I can attest. It's it's even happened to me Mm -hmm. where... um, I give, I'll share my personal testimony. Well, we starting off real hot today. <laughs> uh, personally, for me, I remember um, growing up, mm-hmm. my mom was very strict because she was trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But I remember always feeling like I had to protect myself. Mm-hmm. And um, having up that wall. That wall. A barrier. A barrier. Mm-hmm. So... Because I constantly felt like I was in protection mode, Mm -hmm. that I had to protect myself. And also from people as well. I felt like I had to protect myself from people. And it wasn't until after high school that, I don't know what happened, but after high school, all of that just went out the window. Went out the window. I realized that I didn't have to have up a barrier to protect myself. Mm -hmm. And having up that barrier to protect myself, what happened was I wasn't this vibrant person that you see now. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course I'm always gonna be talkative and da 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 but I was more reserved Reserved. all just because I had that protective barrier up. So if people who knew me at that point at that point in my life and if they met me now, then they'll be like, oh Okay, unless like you really, really knew me, like, you know, like my best friend. Yeah. That's different because, you know, we're always together outside of whatever, we, mm-hmm. you know. But people who was just like, let's say if I just worked with you mm-hmm. or maybe if we just went to high school together, you would have been like, oh, this is a completely different person. Yeah. But that's just because I realized that I didn't need to have a protective barrier up. There's nothing to defend. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I think... um I think many other people can be going through that same exact thing. A lot of people are going through that, especially when it comes to like the different cultures. Mm-hmm. I believe culturally, a lot of a lot of kids suffer from, you know, having to put up that protection barrier. That's and if true. It's, and if it's not the protection barrier, always having to make sure that I look good in front of my parents. That's true. Because a lot of you, I, don't, I, I mean, I can attest to this because I'm Haitian. That's a lot of true. Haitian parents love to 
compare their kids to other kids. Yes. Like, I, growing up, I heard that a lot. Like, my mom would be like, got it, got it. Petite Antel, blah blah blah. Jean Quiet, Jean Ba. And it's like so in translation that's look at so and so kid. You don't see that they're so quiet. They're so well behaved. Not knowing your child be turning up. What? And and it's like, mommy, you don't even know. Like and it's like, mommy, you don't hang out with us. You don't know what yeah said whatever sister what's what's her face daughter be doing. Right. And it's like, if it's not the protection barrier, then it's like I gotta. I'm always having to look over my shoulder to make sure. Yes. Is my mom looking at me? Am I doing the right thing? Is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that constant pressure, and then that's why I feel like a lot of teens, mm-hmm. a lot of young adults, we start feeling stressed out. Mm-hmm. We start experiencing burnout mm-hmm. because we have so much expectations. Oh my gosh. Especially, I could say like I could attest to. Like our culture, mm-hmm. being a Haitian, like Haitian parents, they put so much pressure, pressure on you. And because of that, because they expect you to be a certain way, it it, it makes you shy away to, from who you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That was so bomb what you just said. Even yeah. even career-wise yeah. in our culture, it's like at one point <laughs> my mom kept telling me nurse, 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 or doctor, doctor, doctor. No, mm-hmm. lawyer. That's what I kept mm-hmm. hearing. I kept hearing lawyer, lawyer, lawyer. I got the nurse, nurse, nurse. And then I started hearing nurse, nurse, nurse. (laughs) And I was like, I just knew, like, I love the medical field. I'm in it. But I knew I wasn't called to be a nurse. That wasn't for me. I don't even like going to the hospitals. Like, I'm scared of the doors. Yeah. The doors are so heavy and, like, they close too loud. I couldn't be no nurse. Yeah. (laughs) I could not be a nurse. But yet in our culture, our parents don't even take the time to let us freely be ourselves. Mm -hmm. But they're trying to put their expectations, what they want from us, on us. Mm -hmm. And that could become a burden. Very much so. And I want to bring this up. Mm -hmm. There was um, a lady in the Bible. Yeah. Who, we don't know her name. Mm -hmm. We just know what she went through. And it's the lady with the issue of blood. Mm. Literally, that's her name in the Bible. And for anyone who doesn't know, this woman, she was bleeding for 12 years. And back in biblical times, as a woman, when you're bleeding, you cannot be in society. You can't go around people because you have to separate yourself. You were outcast. Yeah. Uh, During that time, because it's like, okay, you're not pure at the moment because Mm -hmm. you're going through your cycle. So imagine for 12 years, you having to be pushed to the side. And something that's so remarkable about this, her situation was so deep Mm -hmm. that the way she's described in the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood. Yeah. We don't even know her name. Mm-mm. And many people, you're living your life right like this right now. Yeah, People yeah, yeah. don't know your name. Mm-hmm. People don't know who you are, but they identify, identify you, you based on what you've been through. Wow. They identify you based on things that they know mm-hmm. you've had to face. Yeah. Have you ever heard this? Oh, you know that boy... You know, you know, so and so, the the boy, uh, like in high school, mm-hmm. the boy who always got his book bag like this, mm-hmm. or the boy who his mom always drop him off at school, or the boy who always be running in the hallway. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. People really do that mm-hmm. when people can't, when people don't know you, they and, identify you by your certain situation, mm-hmm. by your trauma, by which is, yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Mm -hmm. They identify you by situations, things that have happened because they don't know Know you. you. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we don't 
properly know ourselves, mm-hmm. then who we are cannot shine. Nope. And that's why people identify us based on our circumstances. Mm-hmm. So like, if you don't fully know who you are, then when people look at you, they're not going to know who you are. No. So now they have no other choice but to define you or identify you based on what they know you're associated with. Mm-hmm. Does, does that make sense? It does make a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of people where like you've conformed to this specific person and it, that person is not even you. But because you went through whatever you went through in life, you've now conformed to a whole new person Mm -hmm. that is outside of the way that God naturally made you. Yes. And that's a problem. Yeah. But, you know, the situation can go both ways. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in the negative way, you know, people identify you by your situation, by your trauma or what you went through Mm -hmm. and your association. Mm -hmm. But in the positive light, if you want to put it in the positive light, when you come out of that situation, let's say, for example, the woman with the issue of blood, she came out of that, that situation. So now people were identifying her as the lady with the, with the powerful testimony. Amen. As the lady with the powerful deliverance. Oh, did you hear about the girl that Jesus delivered from the issue of blood? Look, come look at her now. Look yeah. how clean. Look how, how she's walking and how she's... Back then, she was walking with her head held down. She was crawling on the floor just to touch the hem of Jesus' of Jesus's garment. So the thing is, you can be in a certain situation. Mm -hmm. People identify you as that. Mm -hmm. But one day, somehow, you're going to come into an epiphany. Mm -hmm. And you're going to tell yourself, I don't want to be this person anymore. Amen. And you're going to find strides for yourself Mm -hmm. in order for you to get out of that so that situation is no longer your face. Your, mm. That situation is no longer your, in Creole, they would say visage. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer your identity. It's no right. longer your face. But it takes, not everybody make it out no. to that point, though. No, not everybody makes it out. So, like, so how could you, do you have a pointer of what you could share that would help us or anyone watching that, okay, if you're going through a certain circumstance, mm-hmm. how do you now use that circumstance to your benefit? Mm. Instead of allowing people to just call you by your circumstance, right? Or see you as the broken hearted girl. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the girl that every guy she date yeah, always break uh, her heart. Break her heart. Oh man. Yeah. Oh, that that guy. That's he's a player. Mm-hmm. So, do you have any pointers? Like, what would you say somebody could do? Well, the first thing and one thing um, Papa Apostle has taught us: the number one rule to deliverance or stepping out of a situation is to acknowledge that something is wrong. Mm. If you can't see for yourself that something is wrong, then you really are not going to find a way out. Mm-hmm. And But when you take the time out to acknowledge, I, I honestly do have a problem or I don't like the way that this is and I need to find, I need to find another means. I need to find another means as to how to get this off of me because I don't want to be identified as this type of person. I don't want to be identified as the individual whatsoever, whatsoever. So the number one step to that is to acknowledge that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. And I would say number two, Mm -hmm. you need to learn from that situation. Yes. If you never learn from the pain that you went through, the struggle that you went through, you're going to keep going through it it's yes. gonna be like a cycle yes for an example for example mm-hmm. if you realize that when you're dating um men take advantage 
uh, or they end up leaving or cheating, then there's something that you have to learn right then and there. Yes. Yes, those guys were messed up for what they did. Mm -hmm. But what about you? Yes. What could you now learn from that Mm -hmm. to make sure that in your next relationship, that's not going to happen? Yeah. And maybe what you have to change is change the type of men that you're dating. That. But until you learn that, if you're just still stuck on, this is the kind of man that I want, this is the kind of man that I like, mm-hmm. then that's what's going to keep happening Thank to you. you. Yeah. So when you go through your situations, when you go through tests and trials, you got to be able to pull out the lesson from it. Mm-hmm. If you don't pull out the lesson, it's going to become a cycle. Yes. And you're going to keep going through it over and over. Mm-hmm. And people could even say, God, why am I praying? I'm, I keep praying, God, and you keep doing this this is this is the same thing that keep happening god why i'm not seeing a change mm-hmm. but i think something that a lot of people may fail to realize is that we play a big part in our life yes god is over it right mm-hmm. yes he's in control mm-hmm. but ultimately our life is depending upon the decisions and actions that we take yes so it could be like this God has a nice man set out for you, mm-hmm. but you you just want this guy. Mm. You want how guy A look, and you, you like, nah, I don't want to go to guy B. Not knowing that guy B is within God's will. Hmm. And the thing is that God is never going to force you to go another way. So if that is what you want, he's going to allow you to keep going that way. But now you cannot blame him hmm. if you remain hmm. in the same situation. Speaking good (laughs) (laughs) So you have to be able To take a pause And Mm -hmm. think to myself Wait What What am am I doing Yeah what am I doing That I'm in this same cycle I'm over here Practicing insanity I'm practicing insanity. I'm I'm allowing myself to go to the cycle, doing the same things, expecting a different result. Right. But it's nothing but just straight insanity. Exactly. You really have to really take the time out. And I like that example that you use because a lot of young ladies, young adults, they wanna they want that that special someone. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people are putting on these labels saying Mm -hmm. that this is what they want. They want to check off lists and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you wanna have some morals to you and you Mm -hmm. wanna make sure that the individual that you get in you know get in contact with has morals to morals to themselves as well mm-hmm. but there's certain limits there's certain things that you want to make sure like okay I don't want this to happen in my new relationship so yeah. these are steps that I'm going to take you know like I said earlier mm-hmm. acknowledge take the time to acknowledge what is it that you've done in your previous relationship that didn't that's that you don't want to happen in your next relationship. Yeah. Mhm. 100%. And if you don't want acknowledge and then two acknowledge there's a problem. Mm-hmm. And if you don't two acknowledge okay, what do I learn from this? Mm-hmm. When this situation keeps re- repeating itself, you begin to think that it's you. Mm-hmm. And that's the part where we want to talk to right now. Yeah. Going through situations and because that situation probably been there for so long, the woman with the issue of blood, that was 12 years. Yes. And that's why now she's described as the woman with, with the issue of blood. So you could be going through something for so long and it's the same thing that now you begin to, you, you're convinced that that's you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're convinced that that's your story. Yeah. You're convinced that you're just that type of person. Mm-mm. If you were around a bad environment and mm-hmm. people were labeling you as, oh, she's mean or or. He's this and he's that and they're not understanding. 
you keep hearing that over and over, you're going to start, start to, to believe, believe it. it. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that that's a lie. Hmm. That's not who God created you to be. No. And if we don't take that time of, you know, just that alone time to say, God, who did you really create me to be? We're going to start thinking that we are what we've been through. Mm-hmm. We're going to be convinced that, yep, I'm just that girl. I'm the brokenhearted girl. Mm-hmm. You'll start to believe that, yeah, this is just an issue that I'm cursed. Yeah, I just got to deal with that. Mm-mm. Not knowing that God has created you to be someone that when you step into that person, mm-hmm. you're going to attract the right people. Mm-hmm. You're going to attract the right career. Mm-hmm. You're going to attract the right blessing. Like everything that is for you, you're going to attract it. And not only will you attract the right things, but you'll also attract the people who are suffering the same thing mm. as you yes. and you'll be able to minister you'll be able to help those individuals yes they'll come to you you'll find people just coming to you who identify who identify with what you went to went through and now that you have blossomed out of that you're able to help the next person the mm-hmm. next individual help them to find their way out and that's that's one thing I love about God Amen. like the certain things the things that you go through the trials and the tribulations they're not for they're not in vain Mm -hmm. they're not for no reason but Mm -hmm. it's to help somebody else it's Mm -hmm. to help someone else who may be facing the same thing as you so yeah yeah and and that's our ministry right there yep everything that you've been through Mm -hmm. it's your ministry it's your ministry it's what god is going to use it's how god is going to use you to impact the world yes but first and foremost you got to be able to get out of that situation Mm -hmm. identify who you are and walk in that person Mm -hmm. don't be nobody else no but the person god called you to be because when you're that person yep that's when you're the best you yep yeah i like that the word of encouragement today is from psalms 139 verse 14 where it says I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Look, God took his time on you. Hmm. Yep, I'm talking to you. God took his time on you. He didn't rush that process because when he was making you, he said, look, this is going to be a great individual. She's going to do great things. He's going to do mighty things. And so God took his time on you. So I want you to take a moment and understand that you are great. And that when God formed you, he formed greatness. He didn't form anything less. Take some time and just talk to God and get deep into figuring out, Lord, can you reveal to me who I am? I don't want to identify myself based on who my parents were, based on who my family tried to make me be. I don't want to identify myself based on my situation. But I want to be who you called me to be Because when you tap into that person Nothing can hold you back Amen Amen So we pray you guys were blessed Amen By this this session here today I love this This was a great session I really love this series I'm believing God that this series is going to impact a lot of people Because a lot of people struggle with identity A lot of people struggle with knowing who they are Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people walking this earth who feel as if like what they're going through, the traumas they face, defined them as an individual. Mm-hmm. And that's not the truth. That's a lie of the enemy. Mm-hmm. You are who God has made you to be, who who God has called you to be. So 
I pray that you are blessed by this Amen. By and this I, segment. And I know some people are like, I know who I am, mm-hmm. just like how we mentioned last week. Mm-hmm. But if there's a part of your life that you feel like something's not right, yeah. you feel like something's missing, guess what? Then there's something in you that has not been unlocked yet. Mm. And so, yeah, something is missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every Sunday, y'all, 5 p.m., we are here. Please reach out to us. Uh, we got Instagram. Our Instagram is below. All right. (laughs) Or you can reach out to us via Facebook. We're here for you. We family. Until next time. Peace.